Welcome back to DFG Podcast. I believe this is DFG Podcast number 26. And in the house with me, my brother from another mother. It's been a minute. What's going on, Jay? Talk to these people. Hey, what's going on? I'm, I've been in, uh, I've been hiding, y'all. Nah, life you sucks. haven't been hiding, man. <laughs> You've been sucks. gaming. I've You've been, been doing hiding. life, other things. <laughs> hiding from this. Hiding from the that Resident Evil virus floating around. That's what I've been Ooh, hiding from. Yeah, man. I've been hearing some people like uh talking about, you know, we getting ready for that uh zombie apocalypse here, man, if things keep going the way they are. <laughs> I'm I gotta I'll do a Resident Evil style. I got the pill for the zombies. They might Sheesh. not like it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I'll be one of those guys that won't live too long, man. Nah, nah. <laughs> Well, the way you play Resident Evil, you speaking of Resident Evil, why you ain't beat the game yet? Brother, man, I've just, I, you know, we can talk about it here. And I got planned out for you guys, if you're tuning in, um, really an episode that I want to try to keep under an hour. I told Jay about a half hour, but I don't know how him and I get together and we start talking about stuff and start going down the rabbit holes. But let me just say this. If you're tuning in to the 26th episode that I just say, 25, 26, I think 26, to can be you, honest. Can you count, bro? I think we're on 26. Anyways, but whatever number this episode in is, I just want to thank every last person who has hit the subscribe button on youtube.com forward slash drama free gaming. We jumped past. 250 and we're almost on 260 and it's been just a steady increase and i'm just happy to be able to uh be putting content out there we do this podcast of course we do uh gaming um we've been i've been doing some uh card and dice games specifically one deck dungeon if you've never heard it check it out uh, I got a couple of videos up on here, but you know, it's all fun and games for us. But, uh, at the same time, it's one of those things that we retreat to and just like to spend some time out here and put the content out there. And again, if it's entertaining, if it's fun, if it's a way to chill and relax, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Right, Jay? And you know, uh, Someday, some someday, sometimes, some things. I know I like to spend my time playing video games because it's a form of escapism. And uh, yeah, that made absolutely no sense whatsoever. Well, no, I mean <laughs> escapism. Let's talk about you. Well, let's talk about what we've been playing. I like to kind of start it up that way. What we've been playing. And so I already mentioned that I've been playing this card dice game. It's less than 20 bucks. It literally comes in a box, a small box. It's called One Deck Dungeon. And uh, it's put out or published, I should say, by Asmadi Games. A-S-M-A-D-I Games. Go check it out. I've been having a blast with that game. For real. Now, this is the game you were telling me about, right? Where you get to play as like the Paladin. Yes, 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 yes. And, and you know, it's just much more 
than for me at least is much more than a dice and card game because that's really all it is you can play solo you can play with up to four people and it just takes me back to the days when i used to play D D and role playing and i used to be a dm a dungeon master and you know we would play hours and hours and hours on end and i think every gamer at least in our era, Jay, has that experience or that background where they used to play some type of role-playing game and then that either was blended with gaming or led them to deeper gaming. Well, what about you? Well, do you mean is what led me into gaming is what you're asking? Either, either if that was part of your gaming experience growing up or, you know, did it lead oh. you into gaming or... Uh, it never really led me into gaming. I just walked into, let me see, back in, wow, man, I, every time I say something like in the 80s, I feel so old. Man. <laughs> we are old. <laughs> oh, my. We're uh, older. I, feel, I started to feel terrible. I just felt the gray hair pop up. Oh, but anyway, man. <laughs> um, I just walked into my mom's friend's room one day and. I saw the Nintendo. What? First game I ever played was Mario. Mm-hmm. And then it was over. Yeah. I went, played Atari in television. Mm-hmm. Sega Master System, Sega Genesis. Oh, the list goes on and on. 40 years of gaming right here. I can throw my hands up and say that 100% purely. Yeah, just that, um, that that experience and it's crazy because the way that we remember games and the way they actually are is two different things but there's some of those games that we still play till today that we go back to that it doesn't matter if the graphics are not you know 4k running at 60 frames um the game still holds up because the core of what it is the fun, you know, the whatever that element is, is what keeps you playing, what keeps you gaming. And this is what this um, one deck dungeon card dice game has, you know, done for me, um, which is going to lead into what I want to talk a bit about today and got me to, you know, to thinking. And I haven't told Jay anything as far as what the topic is, but, um, you know. He's been playing another game that he just put almost 85 hours into and, and finished. <laughs> what game was this? Yeah, the, the Persona 5 Royale game was a beast. Persona 5 Royale. You see, I've never played it. I know what it is kind of sort of about, but talk to me about this. Wow. What's this obsession? Short, 85 hours. <laughs> the, the short, short version is you are a kid in high school. And you got in trouble with the law. You were pretty much set up and framed. Then you get put on probation. So you get sent to a city to where like, uh, I'm not trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be as spoiler free as I possibly can. <laughs> um, where you meet my, where you meet my man and you know, he just lets you know, like, Hey, you in my house, kind of like a daddy dude It's my house. You screw up, you gone. Don't want no if, ands, or buts about it. All right, cool. And you legitly live out an everyday school life. Got to literally take tests, meet people, go do after school stuff. But then at the same time, you're a group called the Phantom Thieves. And you go into the metaverse and you got to go and take out people's, you know, cognitions and like, you got the regular people, and then you got the people that what they perceive themselves to be. Mm. And if they, for example, like there was a teacher that was legitly like messing with the females in a bad way, if you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And you actually like see her friends freak out, and you're like, oh, okay. So then you gotta you take him down, and he sees himself as like this untouchable dude that. You know, and then you you pretty much go inside his cognition, 
smack his like you smack his you smack him around his his like inner self. You change his heart. So if he was a jerk, you're changing his heart so he will be a better person and tell the truth and everything comes out. And you take his heart, and his heart's like the symbolization of why they are the way they are. Mm-hmm. And you and it grows from there. I mean, it's so yeah. much going on. The, the the game sounds super involved, but at the same time, like you was telling me before we launched, and you've told me before that it's a game that I would like. And I mean, it's is it fair to say that it's one of those games that you just have to experience in order to really get it? You you have to experience the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for the way you game, brother, like you like to you like to enter the outer. You you always want to be doing something different, mm-hmm. and you definitely love a good storyline. Persona would definitely do that to you. It's a game that has like layers of uh, systems and oh man yeah the confidant system is yeah the comp the confidant system which is legitly like how you certain people you have to meet Mm -hmm. and you have to initiate a meeting it'll be like this person will pop up and it'll be like hey such and such and you'll strike up a conversation and if you get if you if you if you guys have the correct conversation you can make their it's called uh, social linking. Okay. And when you max out the social link, you get better personas, and then you can get the final persona of that max social link. And mm. yeah, it's too much going so, on. So, so there's, so what you're talking to me about is like there's actual like this is an RPG like character building, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought yeah. I lost you there for a second, but it's it's an RPG like character building. Then, so so you have those systems in place. That sounds intriguing. I've never played a Persona game, so would this be a game for a person like me who's never played it? No, no, nothing about the series. Would this be a good place to jump into it? Because this one doesn't correspond with uh, any of the other ones, like. Persona 3 and Persona 4, even though it's small, they have little Easter eggs of what they were kind of in the same universe. Okay. Persona 5 is in a totally different universe. But if you play Persona 5, Persona 4 just hit Steam. Mm. So Persona 4 is Persona 4 is extremely dark. Persona 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 3 legitly is the best story I've ever played in a video game. That's just my opinion. Okay. Okay. And we're looking at, again, a game here, Persona 5, that I'm speaking about specifically. You could jump in without having to have played or had any knowledge of the other series because it's, it's a standalone. Yep. However, you're looking at, if you're looking at a game to dedicate some time, this is it, right? Like you told me that it took you 84, almost 85 hours, but that's because you know what you was doing. Yep. Like I'll put it to you this way, just so you understand how in depth the game is. The tutorial is at least 25 hours. Long. Wow. <laughs> but you're enjoying yourself through the tutorial. It's not like one of those hold my hand for 25 hours and I'm just suffering like I've heard games, you know, where people have said, oh, did you play this game? And it's like, yeah, man, I played a couple of hours and it just didn't grip me, you know. And then they tell me, well, you needed to play at least 20 hours and then the story opens up. Is it like one of those games? Well, the way the way they did the tutorial was I thought was cool. You're legitly playing the game, and it'll be like, hey, you got in your first fight. All right, this is what you're going to do. And legitly is like, here's, you know, this is attack. Hit this button. Okay, cool. It's your turn. Do this. Do that. Good job. And you keep going. Okay. okay like, so- legitly, they, legitly, they, they kind of, they kind of hold your hand for the first hour. Like, so you, 
because it's very story based. Okay. And in even learning the tutorial, the tutorial was built into the story. Okay. Okay. So okay, like okay. how everything happened, it's not like you're just sitting there going, "Oh, okay." This is, you're legitly like in the story, and it's not like an RPG where you know nobody has any personality or voice. You know, you play those kind of games where everybody's just kind of like you're like, okay, this person's kind of like this. Right, kind of generic yeah, type. Yeah, nah, these people have their own personality. They're all like high school kids going through going through, I'm gonna quote, I'm gonna say it just like this. They're going through shit. Okay. Okay. I mean, legitly, it's like legit problems and you're legitly looking at it like, yeah, I know a cat like that. Or, yeah. I, I can relate to that. In that so sense, in that sense, it sounds like a, like that's, Part of like a Sims. I mean, you know, no, that, no, 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 not like that. <laughs> no, I put it to you this way, brother. I mean, one hundred percent honestly, I've been playing. I, I fell in love with the Persona game just for the stories, and honestly, the music has always been top notch in Persona. Cool. So I would definitely recommend one hundred percent. You take the time if you don't want to get Persona Five or y'all get the original Persona Five. Mm-hmm. It's a greatest hits now. Cool. Cool. Well, you know, sounds... Go ahead. Go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. Uh, well, I got a question for you. So yeah. I want to know why you ain't been jumping back on this Resident Evil. I've oh, been yeah. waiting. Well, you know, Resident Resident Evil. What can I say about specifically Resident Evil 2? So you guys, if you're not aware, I was playing Resident Evil 2 and got quite a ways into it as far as you know out of the police station for those of you who are familiar with the game i don't want to ruin it um i have not said that i'm not gonna get back to it but i got to a place where i'm like okay other things have introduced themselves into my uh time and gaming time to be specific that i'm kind of like okay i've been drawn away so but i gotta get back to the re2 here because i was actually playing it recording it and i do want to get through that game that's like honest truth um so we'll yeah, get back somebody, into that we'll get back somebody want to get through the game you ain't playing it you don't hurt my soul eh? <laughs> and if y'all haven't noticed or haven't heard before uh you know jay's a big resident evil fan as well so um, you know, he sponsored the game. So we eventually have to get back to it because Jay will never let up on me until I finish that game. Nope, so, he's got to do both Claire and Leon yeah, to get the he, game credit for it. He's already told me. me that it has two stories. I'm like, I'm having issues going through one. <laughs> trust me, guys. It is worth the watch. Go watch this brother in the archives. Play this game. You will trip out and you will laugh. This brother is a... Uh, he figures it out, but he's a riot. Yeah, especially wow. when Mister, especially when Mister X comes see him. Yeah, I, I, I'll tell you this, Jay. When I jump back on it, I'ma promise you that I'm going to text you and be like, "Are you available?" Because you're gonna hold my hand through the rest of this game. I'm like, I think I'm at that point where I'm like, okay, forget it. I'm not trying to look for this on my own. I just want to get through it. I just want to get past uh, the zombie apocalypse. I, I'm a I help you, but the first the first round you got to come back to me on your own. All right. Well, hey man, look, I already gave you some good guidance. No, no, you have, you have. In all fairness, but uh, I'm gonna keep this moving, guys. Go check out that Persona Five. It might be something that I add to my long list backlog games and on the PlayStation. Do that. <laughs> do that to yourself, brother. I no, but you know, I would like to at least touch it and i'm at the point in my gaming life you know i'm i'm too old to fool myself into thinking that every game i'm gonna pick up i'm going to finish that's not happening i just don't have the time and so that's part of kind of like the topic that i want to get into um and let's just jump into it you know we're about 20 minutes into the into the podcast let me just start by saying this and tell me what you think about this. When yeah. I say sixty nine ninety nine, what do you think? Sixty nine ninety nine. What do you what's the first you thing that to, pops into your mind? 
$69.99. And keep it clean, Jay. <laughs> why why you gotta go there with me? I just yeah, I just saying. I'm just you know, that's a caveat in there. Okay, okay, okay. So uh, let me 69. let me say it this way. Sixty-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. I mean, am I shopping at Walmart, Target? I mean, that could be anything <laughs> from a microwave to you know a small refrigerator. It could be All a right. game. Well, well, there and there you go. You hit it on the head. So this is something that, for whatever reason, and I'm weird, so forgive me, but I'm hearing the buzz. People already talking about it, been talking about it. It's not the first time it's come up. Next-gen console games. Right now, games right now for the current gen, the Xbox One uh, X or the Xbox family, and PlayStation 4 games are $59.99, $60, right? $60. Right. So when I heard this conversation being brought up, this topic being brought up again, and not even a topic, I don't think, I haven't heard people talk about it. I just heard a mention of it, that next-gen console games are going to be bumped up to $69.99, $70. What do you think about that, Jay? Doesn't bother me in the slightest. I've been saying, I've been having that argument. If you want to sell me a game, you better give me the whole game. I'll pay I paid $100 for Persona, Persona 5 Royale. So you really think $69.99 is going to phase me? Nope. Okay, so let me, let me ask you this, Jay. Did you pick up Persona 5... Physically or digitally? Digitally. So you paid sixty bucks or no a hundred bucks digital, right? Jay, did I lose you? <laughs> can you hear me? Oh, okay. Now I can hear you. Sorry about that. Oh, no, no, I, no problem. Yeah. I paid a hundred dollars digital. A hundred dollars digital. Okay. So and, and and I don't have no problems with digital gaming. Like I've said here before, we've had this conversation on the Xbox. I'm 100% digital at this point. I have no physical Xbox games. My entire library, my backlog, my games that I purchased in the past, everything's digital. Okay? I have no problem with that. But here's my thing. We have the PlayStation who already revealed a digital system coming out. We don't know what their plan is as far as backwards compatibility. They haven't been clear on it. You got Xbox who has on the opposite spectrum been crystal clear. You're bringing all your games with you. Everything's backwards compatible. Okay. So this is my take day. I don't trust Sony enough at this moment in the game to go all digital. A couple of weeks ago, I was like, I'm all in digital. I like that PS5. The digital model looks nice. That's what I was leaning towards. I hear people talking about, oh, if it's going to be $100 less than the other one with the drive, I'm going to go that way. But here's my thing. If I'm going to pay for a digital game and I'm paying, let's say, just a standard game, not a collector's edition or nothing. If I'm paying $60 right now and you're cutting out the middleman, you're cutting out the overhead, you're cutting out a bunch of stuff and you are getting 100% of the profit now. I know that that, get, that gets divided between the publisher and, you know, Sony in this case, let's say, or, or Microsoft, if it's their first person, uh, first party studios, and then the actual developer. Okay, but what is the reasoning for bumping up the price on a digital? If anything, I would expect you to keep the game at the same price. Does that make any sense? I mean, do I have like a leg to stand on in this argument? I, 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 
I mean, <clears throat> your argument makes complete and utter sense to me. I think that it's a, a very fair and genuine argument that can be debated upon. So, yeah, I can agree with you on that. Because I'm saying to myself here, like, okay, people are riling on GameStop. Yeah. That, that's the thing. Oh, GameStop's going under. GameStop is going out of business. They're still in business. They're still around, okay? And all this talk, now we have PlayStation all in on this digital. Did you hear today, as a matter of fact, before we jumped on the uh, podcast, um, Capcom, uh, IGN actually uh, talking to Capcom or, I don't know, getting a scoop from them or whatever, but Capcom said that 80% of their games, their game sales are digital. 80% of all their titles. And they're looking to bump that number up in the next gen console to 90%. In other words, they're looking to make this push to eventually have all of their games available digital. Well, it's like going from VCR to DVD. We all rem- I know you remember that transformation. Yeah, I remember that. It's I- the same thing. You know, and just like and don't forget, remember give you let me give you guys listening a quick history lesson. There was a some of you may know, some of you may know. There was a, a nice little store called Toys R Us. You remember Toys R Us? Yeah, Toys R Us. Yes, I don't Toys R grow Us. Up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. kid. Yeah, that's. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, they used to sell video games of of those you knew. Now, oh yeah. During the Super NES, PlayStation era, can you guess how much Toys R Us was selling games for? Now we're talking. Games were expensive. We're talking '90s. Yes. Early 2000s. Mm Mm-hmm. Chrono Trigger. Brand new at Toys R Us. Brand new for Super Nintendo. Was $79.99. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. When Saturn games came out, and this is back in the 90s, games weren't $29.99 back then. $49.99, $59.99. If you wanted imports, you were paying $79.89.99. I mentioned, here, I mentioned here before that Fantasy Star on the Sega Master System, $100. So this ain't new. Like, this whole thing isn't new. When um, PlayStation 2, when it was coming out, they were like, oh, yeah, like all games going to be 60 bucks Now, man, people lost it. Oh, my God, mm-hmm. you raised the game on prices. I'm like, yo, think about it. It's technology. Just because, you know, just because, hey, we got stronger and better tech, you still got to grind it out. You still got to work. But my argument, get paid. but my argument is this, Jay. My argument is when we were back in the 90s, okay, and the games that you mentioned, there's a production cost, right? So you're, you know, there's plastic, there's chips, there's, you know, uh, import tax, export tax, whatever. There's a bunch of stuff, you know, the casing, the, the artwork, the translating, all this stuff, the availability of mass producing these things to ship them worldwide. Yeah, I can I can see now, okay? Yeah, 70, 80, 90, 100 dollars. Yeah, okay. But with the age of technology, I'm going to flip that argument that you was using right now. This age of technology with streaming available to us, you can't tell me that production has gone up when you're cutting all of these other barriers down and things are so much more accessible because you can stream them in. I mean, that's what Xbox has been setting up for for the last decade or more to to get that streaming down pack. That's what xCloud is all about. You know, get get 
your games on any platform wherever you want to play through the cloud so i don't i don't know i mean and and i can take the argument another direction but do you see where i'm coming from with that like uh, I, I do i do you know you can't tell me like oh you know technology because technology facilitates and it's supposed to put more it facilitates for me the consumer to be able to have access to anything and everything that i've purchased and at the same time for you the the developer i'm thinking now here i might be you know completely ignorant to this but it facilitates for you not to have to have a factory full of you know boxes and 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 produce artwork and this and that and the other because it's all digital now all you gotta do is literally put in a computer hit it hit a button zoom into the cloud and then push it out every every point you made is factual and true the one part you're missing is this all this is dividends it's corporate that's where all the money things come from it ain't we all know you know the programmers the publishers they're all just little people and people who get the job done in messages this whole conversation this is a corporate conversation the corporations are making the money they raising the prices why they want that bottom dollar and you know that to be true so here's the here's the other you know reasoning or i want to call it justification <laughs> not that i agree oh, with well, it or anything justify it <laughs> the justification of this increase um so i so i hear cuz you know i follow gaming news this and that blah 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 and Okay, we just talked about you, for instance. You purchased the game for $100, right? The game took you 85 hours, okay? Yeah. And that's because you knew what you was doing. You've had experience, right? Yeah. Someone else, easily 100 plus hours, right? Yeah. So I would so I would say, you know what? With that with the mindset, let's just use this mindset. You got more than what you paid for like you felt justified you're like i got me an 80 plus hour experience you know anyone that purchases a game nowadays the mentality across the board is if i'm paying 60 dollars it's got to be like a a triple a experience you know because if i pay 60 dollars and you only give me like two hours of gameplay or a walking simulator <laughs> I'm gonna be mad, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I can right? see that. So, so here's the thing. But the flip side to that is, and I'm thinking about this too. So we are purchasing the sixty, seventy, hundred dollar game experiences because the worlds, the game that they're offering, is a sixty hour experience. Let's just say some games are. 25 hours maybe 30 hours i just saw the playthrough of uh the last of us 2 to be honest i didn't i didn't even see all the what the drama was about but that's another conversation the thing <laughs> i saw was that this game the last of us 2 stretched out a game that was like 30 hours long okay and i'm glad that i actually saw the playthrough and experienced it that way because i don't think that i'll be playing the game not for any of the other reasons but only because it's an extremely long game it's really long and so if the justification for Increasing prices is because developers have to take much longer. We're talking about years. How long did it take for The Last of Us 2 to come out from uh, the I original? The Last of Us was 2013, right? Something like 12. that. 2012? 2012. So almost a decade, let's say, right? So seven to eight years. Seven to eight years. So you're looking at a developer producing a game for eight years, almost a decade, 
That's a long time, brother. That's a long time. And if that's the justification for a game to be made that the majority of average gamers, let me be clear now, because you got the hardcore gamers, and I know that there are statistics out there that the completion rate, specifically now I'm speaking for The Last of Us 2, is over 50%. People who went out and purchased it, and I'm talking about the fans. I'm talking about the people who were going to play it no matter what. Remember, this game sold 4 million copies in three days. Which is amazing. I, okay. I've never even seen sales like that. Before. With the leaks, with the drama, with the echo, echo, echo oh, chamber. God. <laughs> okay and that's all it was in my opinion not not just here on youtube but everywhere else you have people echoing oh this game is trash this game is garbage this game is political this game is this this game is that blah 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 blah. with all of that drama and everything it's still for it still sold four million in three days and the last statistic that i saw was that 55% of people who bought the game have completed the game. That's amazing. But that's also that's also an anomaly though because most people who buy games your average game that might be 20 hours long, they don't complete it. Oh no. So Yeah, you know, so my point with that is Jay is Except for like a company like Naughty Dog, you know, Santa Monica, who are companies who are putting out these bangers that people wait for six, seven, eight years, whatever. And you know, those games are going to get bought. Those games are going to get played. Those games are going to get finished. Other than that, some other company might put out a game and you might have, I don't know, maybe I'm being generous. 20% of those who buy the game actually finish it. Yeah. So, so that's uh, my point. Like, you know, <laughs> do we need bigger games? Do we need these 30, 40, 50? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm an old man. I don't know. I, talk to me about this. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just old and... You know, <laughs> you gotta remember. Let me come on, brother. You got a time travel. Remember, man, we, we started off where games would take us what 20 minutes, maybe 30. Then you know, they climb an hour, two hours. I remember uh, Legend of Zelda taking a minute to beat back in the back in my younger days, not a literal time. minute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Let's just be clear. It it took some time, right? It took it, it, it took some time. But now, you know, it's our generation is coming on. You know, this new generation, they expect more. I mean, look at the games that But even why, our Jay? Why why? It's like it's like you telling your kids, like you tell your boys, like I raised my kids this way. You if you serve yourself some food, you're going to eat what's on that plate because you're not throwing anything out. That's how I was raised. Like, you don't, like, fill your eyeballs up because you're, like, you're starving, right? And then you serve all this food and then you, you eat around the corners and you throw out all the rest of it. Like, yeah. that's what we you do live. with our gaming. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. You're living in an entitlement era, brother. Everybody's entitled to something. So, I don't know. It's just it's a shame, brother. Like, and you know, and again, and I'm not being judgmental and pointing the finger. It's just maybe for you guys, some of you who will listen to this, maybe you can appreciate this perspective, or maybe you can step back and say, you don't have to agree. Just look at the perspective where we coming from. I see Jay playing a game like Castlevania. Right, he jumps on. He can speed run that game because he knows it like the back of his hand. He's played that game 
thousands of times, probably, right? Yeah. He plays the games. Castlevania is what he's talking about. Bro. Yeah. And I see you knock that game out, what, in less than a half hour? Less than that now. Less than that, right? But yeah. when we when we first got that game, when we first played it, man, it was <laughs> countless, not oh, hours, God. weeks. <laughs> weeks, if not months. Oh, my God. Of trying to figure the game out. So, so that's my point. Like, even with YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, you know, the facility of being able to just, oh, I'm stuck on this. I'm just going to look it up. And seeing a speedrunner, like, just clear the stages like nothing, you know, break a game. Or seeing a playthrough and experiencing it that way. Or just finding out, oh, this is the way you beat this boss. Or this is a cheat code. Or this is what this is. You know, it's like, I don't know. For me, as an old school gamer, I'm just like, wow, you're missing out on what gaming is. You know, it's... You buying that game, that experience, it and and enjoying it, you know, living in that world. Yeah, but you got to remember, man, for for us old timers, you know, gaming meant something different for for us than it does for a younger generation. You know, I view Castlevania, the original Castlevanias, the original Mega Man's, you know. The original Zeldas, those games were, you know, they were hard and they're still time and they're timeless to this day. Like my, my youngest son, nine years old, saw me play Castlevania and was like, oh, dad, you know, I want to try. I was like, OK, now my, my, now my nine year old, he games hard. He, I let him check out Call of Duty and all that. But he we, we had a discussion just for y'all, you know. Oh my God! He let his child play Call of Duty. My, 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 me and my son talk about things. It ain't like that. But anyway, he sat down and played Castlevania, and he was like, "Oh my God, Dad! This game is so hard, but it's so fun." I'm like, "That's, that's the beauty of it." Now, don't get it twisted. There's some games now that give you that effect, mm-hmm. but our our time, man, gone. Like, that's why I, I reminisce playing the game, the old school games I played, like Bloodstained Two. I'm waiting to play it. It's mm-hmm. old school. It's eight bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I, because you know, I'm I'm forever going to be thankful for that era. But brother, we gotta. It's time for us to let go. We can, <laughs> you know, we can we can believe in what we believe in. But you uh, know as well as I do, brother, we got to let go. $69.99. All you boys and girls listening to my voice right now, listen, listen to Papa and Time right now, what I'm telling you. Think about this because it's something that I know people in the industry. Um, what's this brother who used to be the CEO of PlayStation? Sean Layton is his name. I'm not I sure. Think if, so, yeah. Yeah. He was um, interviewed and and he commented on how he felt that gaming experiences, you know, with games being developed to be bigger, broader, you know, these like what we've been talking about here on this podcast, that people are not really gaming you know people and then this is me i'm paraphrasing you know that kind of like what i'm saying like the enjoyment the you going and purchasing a game and saying i know that i can sit and if i sit maybe for six to eight hours i'm gonna have a great time i'm gonna get through this game you know and it's it's just gonna be good you know um as opposed to Wow, I got 260 something games in my backlog that I haven't touched, <laughs> you know, and I'm never going to get to them. I mean, how many times have I said I've played Bloodborne, never got through it. It's on my shelf. I got God of War. I've played a lot of that game, never got through it. 
I want to go back to it. I'm playing Horizon Zero Dawn right now. An amazing game. And I'm hoping to get through it. And that's only because I'm ignoring a bunch of other games. And I'm really like committing to these games. Spider-Man. I have it on my shelf. I want to play that game. So Spider-Man was dope too. Brother, next gen is right around the corner. And this is, again, this is going to be me now. Understand this, people. And I've said it before. That's why at this moment, I don't trust PlayStation to do right by the backwards compatibility. So I'm holding on to my PS4 Pro. I am not running out to buy PlayStation 5 day one. I'm not going to do that. And I'm not going to do it for a while until I know what their plan is moving forward with the digital stuff and the backwards compatibility. I need to know. With Xbox, I ain't got an issue. Day one, that dude going to be on that system like a bum on a bologna sandwich. Why? Not on on no PlayStation 5. No, you're going to be on on the Xbox. Oh, on the Series X. Yes. Man, you're going to sniff that system down so hard. I already told... My GameStop store manager, who's a good friend of mine, I got his number on speed dial. He already told me, don't even worry about it. Once they announce the pre-orders, I know your name is down. You're already in there. So I ain't got to worry. I don't don't have to wait for Xbox and Microsoft to announce the pre-orders. My name's on the list. It's, It's in the box. It's there. It's done. But, you know. I didn't want to make this a big thing. It's not really a big thing. Yeah, time goes on and technology and this and that. But sometimes I think we get caught up with all the shiny new things and this and that. And I feel that, you know, they're always people always going to try to pull a fast one on you. And if your eyes ain't wide open, you just be like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. You know. Bump it up $10, of course, production time and games are bigger and this and that and the other. But is it really benefiting you? I don't see it benefiting me. It's not doing me any favors. And, you know, that's why the Microsoft Xbox family ecosystem for me is really, really, really consumer focused, consumer friendly because and I've done it. I'm part of the xCloud testing group, okay? I can play my games right now in my library. I can stream them through my Xbox, onto my tablet, onto my phone. I can play those games. Um, It's accessible to me. I have no worries. If I want to go back and play a 360 game, I can do that. If I want to play an OG game, I can do that. I've done it. So... It's just having that option to do that and to know that I can hit the power button, hit a button, and my game is there. And so that's just that's just the spiel. That's all I wanted to share on that, guys. That brother, I don't know. Get it off chest. <laughs> I, had a, I mean, it was gonna be a monologue, but you know, <laughs> I just that brother, that brother let his soul out today. <laughs> yeah, I just. You know, sometimes sometimes I chuckle at these things, um, Jay. For the same reason you said, you know, when you've been around, as long as we've been gaming, um, and and let me end with this for the last ten minutes here. We're gonna round this this podcast off to an hour. Again, if you guys enjoy this content, hit us up, DFG Podcast on Anchor.fm. We are on Spotify. We are on iTunes. We are on Pocket Cast and other platforms, and and it's it's spreading out, brother. It's people in Germany are listening to this. Are you <laughs> so, serious? Yeah, yeah, I'm for real. It's it's reaching out there. I don't know how, but it is. And thanks to you guys here on YouTube again. I'm not looking at numbers, but I do as well because I just want to forever be. Um, appreciating the people who take the time to see the content and to leave a comment, leave a like, it helps the algorithm and that subscribe, that subscription, it means a whole lot to, you know, put the channel out there 
But it's all about this. It's about gaming. It's about keeping it drama free. And I'm going to close with this, Jay. For the last 10 minutes, a conversation we'll have here. That's why this one deck dungeon, shout out to my brother who introduced me back to this. I've been having a blast with this card dice game so much that I haven't turned on my Xbox for like a week. I turned on my PlayStation today to play some Horizon Zero Dawn. But I've just been playing this one deck dungeon card and dice game. And I said to myself, wait a minute. This is what it's all about right here. (laughs) This right here. This got all the elements that I need. Every time I play, it's a different playthrough. I can select my character, got my dice, got my cards, got my systems in place, leveling up, hit points, managing potions, skills, you know, items, etc., etc. It's all here. It's all right here. And I play it at my pace, play it for my enjoyment. I can walk away from it and leave it set up, come back to it. And I've done that. And it's just an alternative. And I'm sharing this with you guys because, you know, we are with this social distancing thing. And a lot of us are shut in. And I don't think things are going to get any better anytime soon. I'm not being pessimistic. I'm being realistic. Um, but after a while, I, I'll be honest with you, Jay, staring at a screen and I don't care how good the game is, your eyeballs just <laughs> want to fall out your head. I don't know if you, I don't know if you felt that way. Well, man, why you think it took me like a month and a half, almost two months to be persona five. I can't stare that long. I ain't got it like that no more. I got old eyes. I ain't, my eyes ain't young. Yeah, I picked up some of these uh, um, glasses that have the the blue shading on them for like to protect you from the screen. You get but, no Benjamin Franklin's, did you? Uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> it's just <laughs> you get them big old bifocals. This, <laughs> but brother, you know, and I try to talk to some of these young cats out here, some of these young people, and say, "Hey, we're on a screen." 24-7, if it's not our phone, it's a tablet. If it's not a tablet, it's a monitor. If it's not a monitor, it's a TV. It's all day, every day. So it's it's a pleasure. It's a welcome relief, at least for me. And I'm trying to steer people in this direction to check this game out and maybe go back to some of those board games, you know, that you probably, well, if you're from this generation, you probably never played. But you might want oh, to get on. into this. I think everybody done jumped on some Connect Four. Who ain't play? Who ain't never played Connect Four? Brother, you'd be surprised. Oh, come, man, Connect Four is like you'd be surprised. That is the most competitive game you can ever play besides Tic Tac Toe. You'd be surprised, brother. I'm just like you know. I talk to some of my young people and try to share with them, you know, and tell them, hey, I understand where you're coming from. I'm not telling you not to be on media. I podcast, I stream, I play my games, you know, I watch my YouTube videos. I do all of that. But the flip side of that is that damage you're doing to your, not only to your eyes, but to your brain, like all day on a screen to try to, to try to decompress and shut your brain off after a day of that. And just imagine if your day is just that all day. Every day. I mean, it's not it's not healthy. Hey, dude, I used to live that, all right? I'm going to be straight with you. When when I was coming up, when I you know, when I bought my own systems, played games, all I le- le- legitly would do was go to work, come home, and game. That was it. There were times on my day off, I could game from 6 o'clock in the morning this is clock that next morning, man. Nonstop. You you sound like a, a deceased friend. He was like a brother to me, man. That was him. He just I mean, he could go to Blockbuster Video, <laughs> which is out of business right now. Yeah. Hollywood Video, and go rent a game, an RPG, and go pop it in his system, and that would be his entire three day weekend from Friday to Sunday. 
and he and hard. he and he beat it. Yeah, man, and and that's what, and, and that and I was one of those people who legitimately would just sit there and game and game and game. Eventually, I got out of it, but I was going through things, and I was going through some things. So you know, that was the only thing I had. Yeah, it's like you so, said before, it's escapism. So I mean, it was, it, it was, it was. That's where I was happy at, man. And you know what? It was cool. I enjoyed it. I loved it. Yeah. I can't do it no more. You know, I can't have three, four, five, six, seven, eight hour long sessions anymore. I have to take a break, drink a cup of coffee. You know, I I, I used to back eat. <laughs> eat. <laughs> <laughs> you can't live on no like chocolate milk or, yeah, or right? <laughs> yep, some snacks or something. You got to get like real food in your system. So, you know, I can't, excuse me, you know, I, I can't do it. You know, my, my son, when he games, even he, he'll be like, dad, I don't know. I got to turn my game off. He'll start watching YouTube. And I'm yeah. like, I don't blame you. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. like, when I, when I was nine, all I wanted to do was have a controller in my hand. Now he don't, I mean, he games now, but he's actually learning. Yo, I like my games, but I he can't game all day. Yeah. The thing. Have a you need a life. There are things to be done. Yeah, I mean, I'm my age, and I have my moments where if I can get a full day of gaming, I'm a happy camper. But I can't do it like no two, three days in a row. That's not happening. You know. I, I remember that declaration plainly when Division Two was coming out. That brother was like, "I'm taking a three day weekend." Yeah. All I'm that's uh, yeah, that happened. That, that dude locked himself away. That was for it. Three days. That was it. We were on that game. My wife was not happy, but I I prepped her months in advance. I said, "Now you know, when this game drops, I'm in there. I'm, I'm on it." This so. brother came out looking like Gandalf the Green. <laughs> But guys, man, anyways, I've had a blast, Jay. Thank you for uh, jumping in here last moment. I literally texted this brother and said, hey, you want a podcast? That was like 9 o'clock, right? Something like that. It's, I don't even know what time it is right now. It's 11 o'clock. But, um, but yeah, we're going to seal it there, guys. Keep it under an hour here. If you're watching on YouTube, again, Drama Free Gaming. Um, appreciate you being here. Thank you for everything if you're catching the video of course um this game that that i put some pre-recorded gameplay on this is minecraft dungeons the game is not baby diablo okay <laughs> i made that mistake of listening to the talking heads and no it's not i played diablo this is not baby diablo but it has an appeal where you can sit, you can play with your kids, and the game, the more you play, the better loot. And I would recommend, like in any other games, bump up the difficulty a bit. So it gives you a challenge, you get better loot, but it's it's good to go. And they're gonna be releasing content here and more as we uh as we go along, but really good game, really chill game. And uh, so go check it out as well. And that's about it, Jay. You got anything else yes, left to brother. say before we yes, shut it down? Brother. Why do you have to go to Minecraft Dungeons, man? Minecraft Dungeons, bro. It's just, you know, it was either that or Lego Marvel. <laughs> Marvel Avengers. <laughs> hey, why Why you got to go to kitty games? Why you can't? Hey, you know, those, are, those are evenings that I might come home and I really don't want to play anything serious. And I just jump on and just tune out for like a good hour. That's my de-stressing mode. So that's what I do. And again, guys, I can't stress enough. I'm playing this one deck dungeon. I'm going to be doing some uh, campaign uh, playthroughs. So I'm going to show you guys how to actually start up a character, uh, gain points that carry over into your next gameplay, and you can start developing your character. So that they can start off with certain uh, skills and whatnot. It's really cool. So if you want to check that out, tune in. I'll definitely check that out. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, guys. We're going to catch you on the next one. As I like to say, do good and be good and keep your gaming and your life drama free. Later, people. <laughs>